America needs a tidal wave of the old time religion. I have sinned against you. How dare you! We have no need to doubt God. The heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist. I didn't even build that house with money from the church. I built it with money from my book. I don't make this stuff up. Repenting of your sin. It is a moral issue. They got together and swore a pact to the devil. I just enjoy seeing people worship, praising God. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Believe It or Not. The show where you believe it or not. Exactly. Uh, I'm Trevor Pullman. And I'm Damian Depping. How was your day? It was good. Except I got rained on. I know, it's a rainy day. Who makes the rain? Who makes the rain? Who? Uh, God, actually. Oh, well, thanks a lot for thanks getting God. me wet. Yeah. My jeans got wet, you know, like when you have an umbrella, yeah. and yeah. your top bit's okay, but then your ankles get damp, yeah. and your feet. Yeah. And then you get splashed by uh, puddles, and my new, drivers yeah. uh, splash you. And my new backpack got wet. Oh, man, you love that backpack. It's brand new and it's wet. You're just always talking about how much you love your new backpack. <sighs> Bullshit. Bullshit. So I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, right? Yeah. Familiar with Facebook? Yeah, and it's the old Zucks thing, right? Yeah, Zuck- Zuckerberg started it. You know him? Yeah, yeah, I heard of him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. No. But yeah, I was scrolling through Facebook and our friend Steffi. Yeah. Uh, Dito Menacantonio. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know celebrities. Nobody Whatever. Knows. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> she had a picture of herself when she was a kid holding yeah. a snake. Yeah. And then she had a picture of herself recently holding a snake. Yep. And uh, and I commented, uh, too scary. Yeah. Because. The progression of life from childhood to adulthood. Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old man. <laughs> I don't know what's happening next. Youth frightens you. Yeah. And snakes. Oh, and snakes. Are you afraid of snakes? I don't know. I, I was telling you earlier, I've never touched a snake. I just have no desire to like touch never. one. I can't think of a single time. Okay. And I grew up in the country. We had garter snakes around. We had those big black yeah. rat snakes. Have you ever seen those? The rat probably. snakes? They're like I huge, like six feet long snakes. Never touched it. And I was like, no, I'm good. They're not poisonous or anything, but I'm not touching that bullshit. Okay. Um, what, what are you worried about? Just, no, thank you. I don't know. I guess I'm like the Indiana Jones of this podcast. I guess. I know a lot of yeah. people think snakes are slimy. They're not. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. I know that from uh, book knowledge. Have you ever have you ever uh, had a pair of snakeskin boots? I haven't. Let's see. I've, I think I've touched a lizard. <laughs> okay. So uh, similar idea. Similar idea. Yeah. Yeah. The devil disguised himself as a snake. Actually, in the Bible, it doesn't say the devil. We're getting off. They made that part up? Yeah, the part about him being in the devil. That's bullshit. That's just, it was just a talking snake. It wasn't the devil. But anyways, that's not, well, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about We'll talk about that another day. Snakes. We're here to talk about Mo Sislak's religion. Moses? Mo Sislak. Oh, Mo Sislak. Yeah, his religion. Uh. Snake handling. Well, you should join my religion, Mo. It's great. No hell, no kneeling. Sorry, Homer. I was born a snake handler and I'll die a snake handler. Um, right. Do you know much about snake handling? Uh, outside of what I've seen in movies, not much. Is that where, yeah. like, in a religious context, you mean, right? Yeah, in a religious context. Uh, yeah, I've just seen it where they, it's like with, uh, like, cobra handling, and they'll yeah. touch the back of its head or whatever, and then, like, yeah. I can hypnotize the snake with the power of... Oh, that. No, this is different. different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So, I brought my handy um, student Bible here. Cool. This is NIV. So, these people would say this is the devil. Wait, this... before we get into it, though... Yeah. Uh, snakes. Yeah. You don't like them. I don't like them. Would you touch one if we had one here right now? Yeah. 
if if everyone was holding it and said, "Listen, it's not that bad. It's just a snake. Children touch them. It's okay." I guess I would like tap it with my finger. That's fair. I wouldn't hold it. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, snakes I'm fine with. Uh, yeah, like spiders and bugs. I fucking hate those things. So I'm okay with bugs. I will not touch. Uh, you get the bugs. Rat. I'll get the snakes. Yeah, rats can suck it too. Yeah. I hate rodents. Ugh, so the worst. That's why I like snakes. They eat the rodents. Mm, yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, but I have anyway, my Bible bu- here. Your, I have my uh, magic book. But this is the new international version of the Bible. What makes it new and international? Uh, it's all in English. So it's all in English. So it's not really that's... international. Um, it was more into. It was one of the first ones to be in modern day English, as opposed to like oh, like when um, they do those no the fear Shakespeare, Shakespeare but with and the, the, yeah. yeah. And it's also it's a translation from you know the original sources. The new international version is different than the King James version because the King James version was translated in the 1600s before they had. They found some earlier manuscripts, so okay. it's going to be a little different. So the King James Version has this chapter in the Bible, in its Bible, but all other versions either don't have it or have a disclaimer before the part here. So you see in my Bible here, it has a little disclaimer saying that earlier manuscripts and earlier witnesses oh, that don't, don't have, have it. Okay. So Origen, who talked about it in the Apologetics, mm-hmm. um he wrote about the Bible and some for some reason skipped over this chapter like it didn't exist. Yeah. Earlier manuscripts just didn't have it. So they're pretty sure it was just added later. Okay. And it's just kind of yeah. like, this, so this is Mark. It's the first book that was written of the New Testament, or sorry, the first gospel that was written of the New Testament. And it has uh, some advice that Jesus gave before he... Went up in the space elevator to heaven. Oh, he took a space at, like in Willy Wonka? Yeah, like in Willy Wonka or the... Yeah. Uh, but he says, Go into all the world, preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And drink poison. And drink poison. So most of these churches, they have snakes in the front, and they have jars or glasses or bottles of poison in the front. So this just sounds like a way to get rid of the dumb people in the church that people don't like. Yeah, it sounds like it. So this started... <laughs> I don't know if it is, but that's what it sounds like. There's also another verse that says well, they will tread on serpents and they will not be harmed. That's from Luke. And there's a part in Acts where the Apostle Paul gets bitten by a snake and he's not harmed. Probably a non-venomous snake. Besides this one, which is questionable, those ones are obviously like saying God's going to protect you. It's not saying go out and be... Go and do it. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah. This one's... it's It could be saying pick up a snake because you'll be fine. <laughs> Also, I don't know if you remember, but we talked about how there's contradictions in the Bible. And the Bible also says, do not test the Lord your God. <laughs> so Yeah, which do you want? Do you want us to test it or do you want us to yeah. not test it? But so in, uh, yeah, so we talked about the holiness movement before, yep. right? Um, this guy came out of the holiness movement and his name was George Went Hensley. Okay. Okay. So he he was a holiness preacher, and he read this chapter in Mark, mm-hmm. and he said, "We gotta we gotta take this literal, like we and gotta." So he started just 
picking up snakes? Yeah, so he would get poisonous snakes and bring them into his church. So when they're singing and dancing, he would pick up a snake and he would dance and uh dance and sing with the sing with the snake in his hand or he would hold it while he was preaching the the word of god and he started traveling around the southeast basically in the appalachians uh kentucky tennessee he would go around preaching that this is the sign from god that you have got rid of the sin in your life and you're holy now before god and as a result you can hold up a pick up a snake and it will either not bite you or if it does bite you it won't harm you this was in 1910 he started doing this. So basically, yeah, if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's going to protect you. And these churches started popping up. Were these like more like the revival tent kind of things? Yeah. Where they would travel around and they'd have the little show with the snake? Yeah. And uh, so it just became this thing where it never caught on huge. Like it was never like a huge thing. A little more niche. 109 years later... We're we still have about forty or fifty of these churches that exist, mostly like small family churches. Yeah, I, like, I feel like a lot of it now is just tradition for them. Yeah, like they're so used to it that that's just that's what church is now. Yeah, and despite the fact that this guy went around saying you can't have sin in your life, apparently the story goes that he was just drunk all the time. <laughs> like he was just always drunk out of his mind. But the people who still like follow what he preached said that like that's just slander or whatever but he was married and divorced four times so yeah. well then maybe that's why he was drunk all the time maybe or he was yeah. drunk all the time so he didn't feel weird about handling snakes all the yeah time, maybe too. he's afraid of snakes or as die. he should yeah. be because um yeah he died in 1955 do you want to guess how he died bit by snake bit by snake Aha. yeah uh, I guess it was all that drinking that co- he wasn't free from sin no more. Yep, I guess not. Yeah, I was watching this video today of a guy um, who was a snake handling preacher. Yeah. And it was a very small church. This guy in this video, his name was Cody Coots. Cody Coots. We know a Cody Coots. Yeah, do no. we? <laughs> no. We know a Cody Crane. <laughs> Close enough. Um, so what they would do is him and his friends would go around looking for rattlesnakes and they'd put them in boxes and then they would, Sunday morning, they would bring it into the church and the worship service, they have those boxes and they say, if you're led by the spirit, then go pick up these uh, snakes and then you can uh, hold them while you're while you're singing and praising God. And he would hold them like while he was, um, yeah. yeah. In the video, he gets bit by a snake right in the ear. It starts bleeding everywhere. Oh, I think I've seen this video. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen this one before. Yeah, and he starts bleeding everywhere, and he's like, don't take me to the hospital, and his friend takes him to the hospital. Yeah. He, they put tube down his throat or whatever this so that he probably, can breathe, yeah. and then, like, yeah, they get they helicopter him off to another place, and it was, like, touch and go. Oh, yeah, because you have to get treated fast yeah, for some of these. He was like, bring me to a mountaintop. Either God will heal me or he'll take me because it's my time, and his friend's like... I know you don't believe it. I'm just not going to do the accent. I know you don't believe it, <laughs> but I'm going to take you to the hospital. The hospital. Yeah. Where you yeah. Get the and yeah, and it was, yeah. It's like he has a couple small kids too. Like, what are you they don't doing? Care. Yeah. I don't care. Wait, so he, he survived. He survived. Uh, is he yeah. still preaching? He's still preaching, I okay. think, yeah, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah. It's illegal in Kentucky and a couple other places. They usually only prosecute. When children are involved. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Other than that, they kind of ignore it because they don't want to get like sued for violating freedom of religion. 
in West Virginia, it's still legal. And in Georgia, they had the death penalty for it at one point because a seven-year-old died for in a church. Snakes? Yeah, so the seven-year-old was in a church and they had... I it, mean, yeah. Yeah, but then in Georgia, it was like from now on, if you're caught handling snakes in a church service, you can get the death penalty. Nobody would convict them of that because that seems like a pretty big punishment for handling a snake. Well, it's like, not... See, the thing is, it's not handling a snake it's it's it is endangering yeah it isn't people. exactly stupid yeah. gullible people in a vulnerable state is like here just uh here handle this yeah it's like giving kids lit firecrackers yeah and say squeeze them tight yeah exactly yeah and uh, then that was so that law was repealed in 1968 because mm-hmm. nobody would convict them and yeah i think in georgia now i'm not sure if it's illegal at all but it's not really prosecuted yeah. So sometimes the cops will do like little stings, little sting operations to and kinda like slow it down a little bit to try to slow it down and uh yeah, save save some lives, I guess. Uh, uh, I want to bounce back quick. Yeah. Um we were saying about uh if the spirit compels you or whatever yeah. that is. Uh I fi- I find that such a weird thing. Yeah. It's it's just uh yeah, if you if you think that, you know, it's pushing you to come do it come do it yeah it seems like such a weird way to just define someone yeah with a dumb impulse to do something yeah exactly and even like after this guy was bit he said something about i guess i wasn't listening to the spirit properly or whatever i should have been more been more aware of like the spirit or whatever and so often too like if somebody does die they'll be like oh he must have wasn't had, listening to the spirit. yeah he wasn't listening yeah. to the spirit or he had sin in his life he wasn't being honest about or yeah. it's always like blame the person i mean i kind of blame the person cuz they picked up a poisonous snake but i, blame, I don't blame, I blame everyone yeah i blame the whole the whole system i blame this henley guy i mean it goes back it's it's the same with like when you see people speaking in tongues yeah. or they start like shaking and fall on the ground and stuff yeah. they're getting so caught up in this kind of like mass hysteria and yeah. they do exactly weird things yeah the speaking in tongues thing is another thing we I know we've yeah. talked about but yeah. i find i find that so weird oh yeah and it's yeah it's very much i mean we talked about it in the marjo episode where it's like that whole group dynamic thing where you're just like, you want to pray for this person and until they speak in tongues and this person's tired of all these people around them. So they're just yeah. going to start speaking in tongues. So they'll move on to the next person or, That's fair. It or always, like, yeah, it always looks like, uh, almost like you don't want to be embarrassed because you don't think that you're speaking in tongues. Yeah. So you just do it anyway. Yeah. And then after a while you just start believing it. You start getting used to it and you start getting used to like, like just Oh yeah, this is happening. Gibberish. And you feel like, you feel really euphoric because you're in this like group setting where everybody's jumping and singing and praising God. And then you've convinced yourself you're speaking a holy language. So you just get so excited. And because you're excited about being in this environment, you feel like that's the Holy Spirit like coming upon yeah. you. And must be the same with like these snake things. I was going to say, yeah. so imagine that plus the danger of handling a venomous creature. Yeah. So this guy, Jamie Coots was Cody Coots's father. Okay. He was a star of a reality show called Snake Salvation. Was he actually? Yeah. So it was uh, like some TLC or something, TLC like, that. Or something yeah. like that had a show about. And yeah. I used to watch like Venom ER and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, he was uh, he was charged in uh, 2013 because he had some snakes in his car and he was like pulled over and um, he had venomous snakes without a permit. And he got a fine for that. So he wrote an op-ed for um, the Wall Street Journal about uh, how it's like a violation of his religious freedom. 
to to be charged for having these snakes religious snakes yeah these religious snakes um he died in february on february 15th of 2014 do you want to guess how he died snake bite yes uh, <laughs> i mean if it was like pancreatic cancer that would have been yeah it would have been a funny twist funny but twist, no it was yeah. a snake bite he died within five minutes i guess of yeah. being bitten like wow. he was just down Jeez. yeah um oh no no he wasn't five minutes he was uh, a little longer than that but because his wife turned o- turned away the ambulance somebody called 911 his wife had to sign some forms saying that they're refusing medical service and he died yeah, so it was more than five minutes, but yeah, that right. was, yeah. So he probably suffered for a little bit. Yeah, really bad for the snake to be thrown up in the air, twisted around like that. Oh, is that what they do? They do. They like as like they're a, dancing, like they're a baton, like, like a baton, basically. They're throwing it in the air. They're waving it around, and they're like swinging it in the air sometimes. So why why doesn't this fall the, under animal cruelty? It kind of does, and there have been charges for okay. that as well. But it's hard because it's like some of those areas, there's rattlesnakes everywhere, right? So it's yeah. like just kind of a local animal. It's not like endangered or anything. They're almost so like a pest like too, right? Yeah. yeah. So people aren't really caring, but it's still like you're subjecting yeah. them to some pretty cruel. Yeah. If you're going to kill it, kill it. Yeah, exactly. Don't flip Don't it around. flip it around in church while everybody like screams. and. Yeah. If yeah. you get bit, you deserve it. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some deaths. <laughs> well, we already got two. Uh, yeah. So when Hensley died, he was bitten in the wrist, on the wrist, and he died a couple days later. And then 1960, this guy named Lloyd B. Hill, he was killed in Georgia in a illegal ceremony that was not supposed to happen, and the clergy were arrested. Yeah, so the people, you know. Oh, that's, uh, yeah. I guess, progress. 73, a 70-year-old, a 72-year-old woman was killed at a snake bite at a Pentecostal church. Yeah, I, I should mention, too, like, it started in the holiness movement, but a lot of Pentecostal, small independent yeah. Pentecostal churches is this, will do this, Is too. this more of a regional kind of... Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much just the Appalachians. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Kentucky it's it's a very regional Western, thing. Very, very okay. regional, yeah. Uh, I guess there's like two or three in Alberta and B.C., are there actually? Yeah. So, like, basically, just in the south, and then just in those like a couple spots, rural west. Yeah. yeah. Alberta is basically the same as, like, it's basically Canada's southern southern. Is it? United I've, never, I've like never been. So. Yeah. I live. Yeah, I lived there for like ten years or whatever, and it depends on that explains. A lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it depends on like which part. Very religious kind of Bible belt of Canada. So, 1985, Charles Herman. At the Prince of the Apostolic Church of God, or is or was he the Prince of the Apostolic Church? Of <laughs> or God? was he? Yeah, I don't think he was. So it was he probably drank there. the strict nine and then got bitten by a couple snakes. Wait, so he drank? Oh po- no, just one snake. He drank poison and then yeah. was bitten by and a snake. and then was bitten by a snake, and he died thirty six hours later. He got the double whammy. Yeah, this guy named John Wayne Pumpkin Brown. No, uh, his yeah. last name was Punkin Brown. No, his nickname was Punkin. Oh, and John yeah. Wayne Brown. So they called him Punkin. I guess that's like pumpkin. But yeah, pumpkin, yeah, but yeah, in a regional but, dialect. Yeah, uh, he was been on the hand by a yellow timber rattler during a worship service, and he died. Fifteen minutes later, he was still preaching, and he just fell over dead. <laughs> his wife died four years earlier. Same thing. Snake so bite. his five children, yeah, by a snake bite. Just alone years. because their dumb parents got bit by snakes. Yeah. So they were raised by their grandparents. 
but yeah. I mean, you can still preach without the snakes. You don't need the snakes. You don't need the snakes. But how do you prove that uh, God's got you covered? How do you prove that God's real? Because they're proving it. Are they? No. By dying? By dying. By yeah, that's bit- the thing. If <laughs> You know what? I would I would look into this more if all these people were bitten by poisonous snakes yeah. and they survived. I would find better ways, like, yeah. like close-up magic or, yes, or something. Exactly. You know? Well, that's the thing. You wonder, Magnets. like... How do they work? Like, yeah. Like, a lot of faith healers, it's like there's a lot of tricks of the trade, right? Yeah. So, like, it's you... it's not real. Yeah, because it's not real. But these guys believe it so much that they're dying out. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. which is probably for the best. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, you think, like, you wonder if dying, it started but... with somebody de-poisoning a snake or taking their fangs out or something like that and convincing people that... Well, would... I think that's what a lot of it was. Yeah, like... And I, I think I saw... I can't remember what it was. It was a movie or a TV show where this happened. That was yeah. it, that was one of the storylines. They were a snake handler. Yeah. And then that's what they were doing. They were removing it. And then someone switched it for one that wasn't. I think oh, the guy okay. gets bit yeah. and he dies. And there's yeah. a whole thing around it. Because, like, it would be a good scam if it's, like... I'm sure that's how it all started. Yeah. But now it's, like, these people are, like, like 10th generation snake handling preachers. And they're just dying off. Yeah. I guess any religion, if you're raised in it, you're just going to believe yeah, it that's fair. to a point. I mean, there's yeah. a certain amount of uh, childhood indoctrination yeah. in most of these things, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Reverend Dwayne Long of Arthur's Chapel Church in Virginia, who died in 2004 from a snake bite. Uh, 2012 in West Virginia, a guy named Pastor Mark Wolford was bit, and then, uh, yeah, bit in the leg. Hmm. And his father also died from that uh, 40 years earlier. So is this whole thing based on those two brief little segments in the Bible that offhandedly yeah. mention handling yeah. snakes. Yeah, all these people, like there's countless others that have died from this just based on one but there's one verse in the Bible that was added centuries later. And that says you'll handle snakes. Yeah, and another and two more, one a story about a miraculous healing from on Post- Apostle Paul and another one saying you'll step on scorpions and snakes and you'll be and you'll survive. Okay. So, based on these three verses that one of them, very questionable whether it was supposed to be in the Bible, and the other ones, well, not what's supposed to be in the Bible, but and the other ones, like, just saying, hey, God's God's going to protect you, and they build their whole theology around this. Yeah. What a tenuous yeah. topic to kind of yeah. found your belief system on. Yeah. Well, it's well, not founding the belief system, but, I mean, it's a, it's a core pillar of what they're putting out there. Yeah, exactly. So these churches aren't really associated with each other so much as... They're all independent. They're all independent. But there's pretty much the same theological views. Like I said, King James only for most of them, probably all of them. A lot of times it's, you know, classic um, women have to have long hair, men have to have short hair. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, women have to have long they hair? They have to have long hair, yeah. Uh, women didn't, have to wear dresses. Didn't Jesus have long hair? Uh, Yeah. That's uh, that's a common like and argument all the in Bible colleges. Like a lot of Bible colleges, you can't uh, you have to have your hair cut short and not have a beard. 
and then they'll put up a picture of Jesus with a beard and long hair. Yeah, like, doesn't <laughs> yeah. all your iconography show that Jesus has that? Yeah, exactly. And God and everyone else in the Bible? Yeah, exactly. So why do we have to cut our... Yeah. Well, well, do you know why that they um, started that? I, I know this is a bit off topic. I but. think it's just you're just supposed to look... Because it was like, at the time, that's what professional and clean cut was. So they're trying to say that like we have to present ourselves in a way that that we're clean cut and i don't know so there's no real reason there's no real reason yeah it just became such a tradition i don't want to be hippies and i think there's one verse in the bible that says it was uh it's a shame for a man to have long hair but does it say that? yeah i don't know where that is but isn't there also a story where there's a guy in the bible who when his hair's cut he becomes a weak loser yeah so yeah samson he yeah yeah <laughs> Which is a funny story too, because he gets like tricked in the dumbest ways. Like he has to be the dumbest person. Like, so he's a big dipshit. He's a big dipshit. And then he yeah. gets his hair cut off and yeah. becomes a big dumb loser. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. So very, very like Bible, uh, Bible only kind of thing where all your theology is from yeah. the King James version. Very much like angry, yelling, preaching at the pulpit usually, and like yeah. kind of old fundamentalist. Uh, style churches but with like a few people in it who aren't afraid of snakes um which i mean if you grew up in snake country yeah, yeah that makes true. sense yeah yeah so. i guess if i guess there's probably similar things in different regions mm-hmm. where there's other animals and creatures that you know are, are local dangers that yeah they kind of true. incorporate yeah. right well i was saying at work today i was like yeah this is a thing kind of in the south and i'm like why not alligators and I was like, well, I don't think there's any verses in the Bible about you'll pick up alligators. <laughs> well, there might be. <laughs> there might be. You can yeah. find an alligator verse in the Bible. Email us. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much all I have about uh, friggin' uh, snake handlers. But uh, it's a very interesting uh, belief system. I mean, snakes are cool. Yeah. They they do a lot of neat stuff, different yeah. ones. Their bites will do different things. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. Know that it's not going to bring you closer to God. Well, it might if you die. It might, yeah. It'll bring you right to him. Right, right to, to him, his doorstep. Right to his yeah. doorstep. <laughs> but a lot of things will do that. Stepping yeah. out into traffic. Yeah. Uh, playing with your brother's handgun. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, pissing off some mobsters. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a few other Trying things. Trying to tight, uh, tight rope walk. Uh, between yeah. two tall buildings, autoerotic asphyxiation, oh, you know, all kinds yeah. of things that'll bring you there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but educate yourself. Learn about snakes. Learn about how fun they are. Mm-hmm. Watch what snake venom will do. Some of it'll melt your flesh. Some of it'll just cause you to bleed a bunch. Mm. And some of them, like, and just eat. they'll just you, squeeze you till you're dead. Th- that's true. They and will squeeze swallow you. you whole. There's a classic story about you know a family who had a python, and the yeah. python would sleep in the kid's bed right beside it and they told the vet that and the vet was saying yeah he's just like waiting till he's big enough so he can swallow the yeah. uh, the kid whole oh yeah for sure yeah <laughs> gonna just squeeze the kid in the middle of the night until yeah. their you know lungs collapse and you wonder why i've never touched a snake because that's what they do yeah by, like with the constrictors <sighs> every time you breathe out they squeeze you tighter Really? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's part of how it works is they they wrap around you and then you breathe out and then they constrict and then you breathe out and it constricts and then you can't breathe no more. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, like in, have you seen the movie uh, Anaconda starring Jennifer Lopez? Years ago. Oh, good film. Yeah. 
All right, we're gonna move on to our new segment. <laughs> uh, Wait, one more, one more quick oh, question. One more quick have question. we have we addressed why the pages of the Bible are so thin? Is it just to keep the book thin? Oh yeah, it's to keep the book thin. Otherwise, okay. you have these giant. Yeah, I actually have my old uh, Bible that I used in youth group and stuff. And when I was pastoring right here, I thought I'd bust it out. Yeah, they have very thin pages because otherwise, you see those pictures of the old yeah. Bibles and they're huge books. Oh, those are cool though. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, I'd rather have a big cool Bible. Yeah, me too. With regular pages. Yeah, I'm gonna burn this one. Not I'm not Burning the Bible, folks. <laughs> you're, you're okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should do a segment called uh, Big Dumb Losers of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, Big Dumb Losers. That'd be great, actually. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's uh, move it on. Mm. So this, uh, let's call this, what we want to call this uh, Wonderful Woo, Wonderful World of Woo. Is that a good name? <laughs> wonderful World of Woo works. Okay, this is, that's what this is. Also known as monkshood in here, and a whole tray of flower remedies. Oh, the chakras are fading. We need some crystals. Wonderful world of woo. What woo do you have for us today? Uh, for today, I wanted to uh, kind of ease my way into the wild world of anti-vaxxers. Ugh. Oh, I know Those this fun, lovely people. Now, this is this is something that I'm not going to get into everything. Yeah. I I'm barely scratching the surface, so I, I figured maybe we can we can kind of jump in a little bit and kind of test the waters a little bit. One thing I should say, uh while I was doing some research for this, I I found a very nice infographic that details the whole history of the anti-vax movement which i will i will give you the link to okay, and yeah. we'll put it out there because uh some things i didn't know that there's a very long history of this oh. um some would say it even started back in france in 1763 whoa i mean uh, this is showing like the first immunizations in the yeah. 10th century bc china which is insane wow yeah and then banning inoculation in france because uh it wasn't proper. People weren't properly quarantined when they were inoculated, so oh, people were like, oh, this isn't this isn't good. Oh, okay, or sorry, they were yeah. like, e- this isn't good. No, not good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a very long-standing thing. Okay. Um, I actually, yeah, I had no idea. I thought Jenny McCarthy started it. Uh, speaking of Jenny McCarthy, why don't why don't we start with her? Okay, because she's she's probably one of the the biggest problems with the modern, yeah, day kind of anti-vax movement. Maybe not the biggest problem, but she definitely uh, popularized it yeah. and really kind of mainstreamed it. Um, she's not the only one. Okay. I will say she is yeah. not. She is not the only one. Okay, and there are plenty of others. So let let's kind of take a look at where we're at today. Okay, so there were 372 cases of measles reported in 2018, and they're saying that 2019 should exceed that. Yes. Um, Anti-vax parents are refusing to vaccinate. That Through decades of research proves that it does work. So someone like Jenny McCarthy, as far as I know, too, she kind of flip-flopped on it, too, later. Yeah, later she did, yeah. But she said that uh, her son Evan has autism and I, yeah. I guess she even later said that uh, she had since healed her son of autism oh my god quote unquote so so we're kind of going yeah around the garden path here we'll, yeah. we're getting to it but uh here without a doubt in my mind i believe that vaccination triggered 
Evan's autism. Oh, my God. So she believes that vaccination triggered autism in her son. Uh, She also said, following biomedical treatment, which is basically changing the diet, giving vitamins and supplements, and detoxing the body. uh, Mm. Editor's note, that's not a thing. Yeah, exactly. You can't detox the body. That's not how how the body body works. works. Yeah. Um, From metals or candida. I don't know what that is. And he recovered. And the reason the medical community has such a hard time with this is because we are treating and healing a vaccine injury. This is truly a revolution. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. So should we should we maybe talk about that yeah. a little bit before we move into anything sure, else? Sure, yeah. Because uh, th- that's very problematic in and of itself right there when you're claiming that something that saves lives is causing ca- injuries. Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't remember where it was. Maybe even you showed me this, but somebody was talking about how how many scientists are on the spectrum, the autism mm-hmm. spectrum, and how it's actually the other way around. Autism causes vaccines. Yes, I have heard <laughs> that before. Great, yeah, I mean that's a very good point too. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing too is there is the very uh, strong vilification of autism itself yeah, exactly. as well. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of autistic people or people on the autism spectrum who would argue that it's necessarily uh, uh, this life debilitating disease that yeah. some of these people claim it to be yeah. and that their children will be ruined forever and that they're probably better off dead or something. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the yeah. how they feel. They, well that's they'd rather their kid have measles than have autism, that's for sure. I which like, is bizarre. Yeah. I think I'd rather my kid, you know, have autism than yeah. measles, but you know, I just think just I'm not gonna have kids. Yeah, I probably won't. don't want either. Right? That's fair. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna edit that part out, but they don't want. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it in. It's fine. Okay. Um. Oh, what else? What else did she say? Uh, people are also dying from vaccinations. Uh, so she said her son died from her in front of her for two minutes. And you ask any mother in the autism community if we'll take the flu, the measles, or autism any day of the week. I think they need to wake up and stop hurting our kids. Wow. So she's saying a lot of the people she talks about in the community that she talks about would rather their kids get the flu or measles, things that could very easily kill or permanently disfigure or permanently injure a child. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She would rather that than uh, autism in, in a child. Uh, the reason why the medical community is reluctant to talk about it is because there's such a huge business in pharmaceuticals. Now, this is something that I find interesting, too. Yeah. And I, I, I can understand a distrust of the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. Especially given light to the whole opioid epidemic and yeah. everything. That being said, vaccinations like the MMR vaccine or things for very common, very preventable communicable diseases that have been shown to be almost completely wiped out but are making a resurgence because of these people yeah that's not that's not the pharmaceutical company trying to sell you vaccines no that's that's medical professionals telling you we're trying to save your children yeah exactly yeah yeah for all that the pharmaceutical companies are guilty of i don't think making up yeah yeah. Well, that's the difference too. It's it's not just the pharmaceutical companies pushing something. It's it's years of medical research. Yeah. It's it's evidence. It's statistics. It's children not dying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, something like polio or smallpox or any of these things. Yeah. Things that vaccines have very clearly shown to prevent and yeah. in most cases and eradicate. Exactly. Except for what's happening now. 
back in that infographic, it gave a it gave a good thing about. Uh, I think it was for measles, they were saying. Measles were eliminated in 2000. There were no cases of measles transmitted by patients within the U.S., and all cases were imported by infected patients from outside the U.S. Wow. So that was in 2000, and that's showing that a vaccinated country where there was a strict regimen of uh, vaccinations being applied to young children who were able to be vaccinated, which yeah. is another reason for vaccinations. Yeah, like her, that herd vaccine. That herd immunity, yeah. so yeah, the children immunity. who yeah. can't get those vaccines. And there yeah. are there are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Our roommate is allergic to something in vaccines, so yes. he can't get them. Yeah. Uh, and that's why I'm not getting vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, actually, we, if we had to get rid of one person in this house... Oh, no, we're kidding. It'd, we're be, not, it'd be Colin, and then... Then him. Him, yeah. So, yeah. I found an interview on... Uh, fatherly.com which i'd never heard of before but uh the interview is with someone who founded this website called uh jenny mccarthy body count.com oh i've heard of this yeah yes so he doesn't he doesn't update it anymore i think he stopped in uh looks like this goes from june 3rd 2007 to july 18th 2015 yeah Uh, i guess because he had kids and he was like i don't have time to yeah anymore Um, but he has an anti-vaccine body count so I think this is just for the U.S. The number of preventable illnesses on the site is totaled at 152,763 from June 3rd, 2007 to July 18th, 2015. Mm -hmm. And the number of preventable deaths at 9,028 in that same time period. And then right here, number of autism diagnoses scientifically linked to vaccines. Can can you guess how many? I'm going to guess zero. it's, It's zero. It's zero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is a fun little site. We'll we'll put that up for mm-hmm. people to look. It's very simple. There's a nice little FAQ. There's there's this little thing here called uh, what's the harm in not getting vaccinated as well. So okay, yeah, I think this might be a good thing. And there's uh, some pictures of children with measles and mumps and rubella and a lot of really horrible things that you don't want uh, anyone to have, let alone small children. So if you think about it, snake handling. You know, it it seems like, oh, those are crazy, insane idiots, the but same, they're just killing themselves. It's the same like, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I I want to agree with that, but I also want to say that they're not just killing themselves. That's true. They there are affecting children. other people. Yeah, there are children that were killed. Um, yeah. One of the other points I was reading, that uh, this is a big thing, I think, in the States, because so much of it is about individual freedoms yeah. and liberty, where it's like, my choice to do this is my right no. as a citizen to yeah. do this. And as as much as I want to say, like, yes, you should have the freedom to do these things, you, you have to realize that your actions do have oh, consequences. Oh, 100%. But that's what I mean. Like, with the snake handlers, like, it's just that small little, like, community that they're mm-hmm. killing each other in with anti-vax. It's like, oh, you're no, killing you, so many people. Yeah, you, you don't vaccinate like your, your children, children. Other, chil- other people's children, because, yeah. Yeah, you, your kid gets yeah. something, you send them to school, and then they give three other children who couldn't yeah. be vaccinated, who get diseases, and yeah. then they die. And then yeah. it spreads, and then, yeah, it's just a horrible, horrible thing. And uh, I think we—that's uh, that's—I think that's a good starting point yeah. for anti-vax. We want to know yeah. old Jenny McCarthy rant. Yeah, <laughs> but funny. is she still going to host the New Year's Eve party this year? Probably. It, I'll be watching. Yeah, I won't be. No, but if I was, it'd be for Jenny McCarthy. It'd be for Jenny McCarthy. I almost said McCartney, but that's not right. well thanks Damien that was informative and we'll be back for more Uh, thanks everyone like comment subscribe and we'll see you next time bye work 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 sky moon (laughs)